everybody. It's Mariah Grumblatt with Keller Williams Domain. I'm a realtor in the Metro Detroit area. So if you're looking to buy, sell, build, or invest in real estate, give me a call today at 248-379-0023. Or you can find me on my website, movingwithmariah.com. Thank you so much. Live from the headquarters of Activate Studio, this is the Jared Rayburn Podcast, where truth is uncensored. We are unashamed of the gospel and unafraid to talk about politics and religion while chasing down absolute truth. The U.S. has declared monkeypox a public health emergency, with the number of positive cases doubling about every eight days since May. Monkeypox in this country and now new concerns in flight attendants, including these two, have come down with the virus. We're going to turn now to the monkeypox emergency and what it could mean for students back on campus. There are more than 11,000 cases in the U.S., including at least seven children, with some universities now reporting cases in or around their communities. This rise in monkeypox cases, the CDC confirming the U.S. has surpassed 10,000 infections. Health officials are scrambling to contain the outbreak. Today's episode is brought to you by Allie's Cleaning in Battle Creek, Michigan, a Christian-owned and operated business specializing in residential home cleaning. There's no job too big or small, and prices are the best in the business. Give Allie's Cleaning a call today at 269-601-6503 with promo code RAYBURN for a 10% discount on your first home cleaning. Warning. 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 Welcome to the Jared Rayburn Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Here we go again. A global health crisis on the back end of COVID. Now listen, I had COVID, okay? It kicked my butt for about three days. I was in the hospital. I barely made it there under my own strength. Okay, COVID it was illegitimate, is a legitimate disease. Now, my opinion, again, is worth what you paid for it. I'm not a doctor. I'm only presenting facts. But the timeliness of monkeypox is very much like COVID. When you look at some of these things, that are going on in the media today, they are really, really pumping this monkeypox situation up. I don't know if it has anything to do with the midterm elections. Wink, wink. I, I don't know. But what I do know is monkeypox, according to our own CDC, which, in my opinion, they have no credibility left. After they botched and lied and did everything that they did during during COVID, I got no respect for the CDC. Uh, they talk out both sides of their mouth. They just pulled away all the restrictions that they had for COVID. The mask or muzzle, the jab, vaccination, all these other things. They, they pulled them all back. 
just in time to put some distance between all of that, thinking Americans will probably forget, and in, in, in many cases, most will, by the time November rolls around. I'm telling you, I'm not going to forget. Now, you do whatever you want to do. I have people in my family that still believe in wearing a mask. Great. I still have people in my own circle that are vaccinated and some that are not. Great for them. That's their choice. I'm not here to cast judgment on either side. I'm unvaccinated, happily, because I'm immune to it now because I had the disease in COVID. Now, when we start talking about monkeypox and this global epidemic that's starting to happen, I want to read you a few things from the CDC's website and, and kind of set the record straight. A lot of people only believe what they hear on CNN. A lot of people only believe what they hear on Fox News. I don't believe either. I like to do my own homework because those multi-billion dollar advertising agencies called the media now are so slanted towards a specific group of people, they have no credibility either. Now, the first part of this I want to read is, is, is for me, the most uh, informative and most detrimental to a, a specific part of the, the narrative that's going on right now about monkeypox. They're saying, oh man, it's almost time to mask up again. Listen, I'm not putting a mask on, period. That's never going to happen again. They beat that drum into the ground. I'm not putting a mask on again. You're certainly not going to force me to get the jab. The next jab and the next jab and the next jab and the next jab. It's not happening. Bullet point number one, right on the CDC's homepage, according to their studies, and I'm quoting, many, though not all, of the reported monkeypox cases have been among gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men. Because of this, the CDC has emphasized the need to identify and use specific channels, specific channels to promote messages that directly reach gay and bisexual men across racial, ethnic, socioeconomic, and geographic backgrounds. CDC provides information to a wider audience about symptoms and behaviors that can lead to the spread of monkeypox. Number three, CDC's webpage, Reducing Stigma in Monkeypox Communication and Community Engagement, offers tips for creating and sharing informational and prevention messages in a way that reduces the chance of stigmatizing people infected or potentially exposed to monkeypox virus. I think it says it all in the first paragraph. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but... Back during the AIDS epidemic, if you do any bit of research, 
even that clown Dr. Fauci, he was the one in charge of, of the AIDS explosion back in the 80s. Do some homework. That guy's been a bureaucrat on the take of all the pharmaceutical companies in the entire country for over 40 years. That guy, even back then, never talked about behavioral changes. They knew back then, just like we know now, that the AIDS epidemic was coming from the gay, homosexual, bisexual community. They knew it then, and they know it now. Monkeypox, according to the CDC, monkeypox cases have been among gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men. That's on their own website. That's not me. That's not my opinion. That's not me being homophobic. That's not me being a gay basher. That's not me hating gay people. These are just facts, according to the CDC. When we come back, what the experts say you should do to protect yourself. Hello, everybody. My name is Amir Bally from the Bally team. I'm a loan officer here in Troy, Michigan, who specializes in first-time home buyers or new home purchases. If you're looking to purchase a home, please reach out directly at 586-945-3424. Thank you so much. Welcome back to the Jared Rayburn Podcast. Today's scripture of the day is found in Jeremiah 29, 11, one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and to not harm you, to give you a future and a hope. That is very true. God has a fantastic plan for you. He wants to get you into a better place than you're in today. If you just trust him and believe him, he will help you get there. Write that verse down, Jeremiah 29, 11. Read that every day and know that that's what God thinks of you. Welcome back. And you will never believe, you will never believe what the CDC is recommending to keep you safe. It's almost like we've seen this skit or sketch once before. You wouldn't believe that there are now two vaccines available. Two vaccines available in the U.S. for monkeypox. I'll put the names of the vaccines in the podcast notes. But according to the CDC's website, it says both vaccines are expected to provide a good level of protection against monkeypox. I'm laughing. I'm laughing at this. Both vaccines are expected to provide a good level of protection. Vaccination is an important tool in preventing the spread of monkeypox. Because it's not known how effective those vaccines will be, People who are vaccinated are encouraged to continue to 
protect themselves from infection by avoiding close skin-to-skin contact, including intimate contact, with someone who has monkeypox. Here we go again with the vaccines. Now, I live in a city that has vaccine manufacturers a mile from the studio. Major vaccine manufacturers. Now, listen, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I have six children, and guess what? Every single one of them has been vaccinated for just about everything that's recommended. No, I'm not going to have my five-year-old, my two-year-old get vaccinated for COVID. Absolutely not. But I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm absolutely for vaccines that are proven. Now, let's take a look at some of the other bullet points here. Some of this stuff is like, it's like the high school play that you've seen last year. You were the lead cast member in, in the high school play last year, and you get to play that same role again this year. It's like COVID last year. Protocol, safety, what you can do. Now it's the same thing all over again. It's almost laughable that the CDC even produces this stuff. I look at these things, and I just have to question, is anyone ever going to say, hey, you know what? Monkeypox is spreading because of illicit sex. Nobody wants to talk about that. One of the things that says here to keep in mind, the CDC is not encouraging vaccination against monkeypox for the broader public or for everyone who is sexually active. While vaccine supplies are limited, getting a monkeypox vaccination when you don't need it could mean that people who do need it can't get it. Getting vaccinated as soon as possible after exposure to someone with monkeypox, ideally within four days, provides the best chance to prevent the disease or make it less severe. Does any of this ring a bell? We have a president right now that's been vaccinated for COVID. He was the one that said, if you get this vaccine, you're not going to get COVID. Dr. Slouchy also said, hey, if you get the vaccine, you're good to go. You're safe. Everyone should get it. You're not going to get COVID if you get the vaccine. Now we've got a president that's had COVID twice. He's had the vaccine and he's been boosted 47 times. And we're still pumping and pounding the drum of vaccination. I know people that get the flu shot every year. And they never get the flu. Fantastic. Great. It's proven. The flu, sh- the flu vaccine and the flu shots have been around for as long as I've been alive and beyond. What's not being addressed in this, though, is there's a very small group of people that are transmitting monkeypox. This very small group of people are the ones having illicit sex totally against nature. Now, let me qualify the statement. I believe... Jesus loves the unvaccinated, the vaccinated, the anti-vaxxer, the pro-vaxxer, the straight, 
the gay, the homosexual, the transgender, the non-binary, and all the other pronouns. I believe he loves them equally the same. Now, that's tough for some people to swallow. If you've heard anything about growing up in church, you, you, you may have heard that God hates that sin. Yeah, he sure does. He does, but he loves the sinner. He hates the sin and loves the sinner. Do you know he calls you to do the exact same thing? I don't hate anybody. I have friends that are gay. I have friends that are bisexual. And I believe God loves them just as much as he loves me. No more, no less. I would dare to say, according to Scripture, God absolutely hates that gossiping tongue that you have. And he also hates the act of homosexuality just as much. I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm here to just provide facts. I come from a very conservative background, and my belief system may not align with those that are contracting and spreading monkeypox. Now, not 100% of monkeypox is being spread by a certain community. Not 100%. Most all of it is being spread by that community. But not all of it. What's important to keep in mind? As we get closer to the midterms, as we get closer to this election that's coming, there's going to be a bunch of fear-mongering. There's going to be a bunch of people that start talking about, you're, you're a fascist, you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're homophobic. There's going to be all kinds of slanderous statements made towards people that choose not to engage in that type of lifestyle. Let me play for you a clip that's over 43 years old, right out of a political playbook, if you will. I don't want to identify the political party. I want you to make the assessment and the judgment for yourself. Take a listen to this. What I'm here to tell you is, as we get closer to the election, you're going to see an uptick in, in rhetoric and, and, and speech coming from a, v- a very specific group of people that's going to start calling the conservative movement the, the, the Jesus freaks, the Bible thumpers, the, the ultra-conservatives. They're going to start calling us all those different names. All the while... They're the ones that scream tolerance. Those are the same ones that scream, you're being intolerant. Because, no, I just don't agree with you. I don't agree with that lifestyle. I don't agree 
that having multiple sexual partners with the same sex is good, right, righteous. No, I don't agree with that. doesn't mean that I hate you. I just don't agree with you. Now, keep in mind, as we get closer to the election, you're going to see TV commercials. You're going to see more people getting censored. And we're going to dive into censorship in next week's podcast. You're going to start seeing more people banned from Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You're going to start seeing that. We already know with the recent statements that have come out that there were certain things in the previous election that were suppressed. Maybe the Hunter Biden laptop, the Ashley Biden diary. Those things were suppressed to help elevate a certain party. So keep in mind, as we get closer, I don't want you to forget what we went through under this same CDC, what we went through under this presidency during COVID. If they could lock you down again today, they would. If they could make you put the muzzle on again, they would. If they could make you stay at home, they would. They keep dangling the bait of this monkeypox out in front to see how much play it's going to get. All the war drums of fear and being scared and what are we going to do and panic. They're already setting the stage. I played for you a clip. Some of the headlines. There were more of all the news anchors talking about monkeypox. Monkeypox. It's a global emergency. Now, before I give you my final thought, I want to play for you one last clip. It was between Dr. Kelly Victory and Michael Savage. Let me play this for you, and then I'll be back with my final thought. Not a question, Michael, about how this is spread. We know. And for example, um, you know, one of the things I think is absolutely preposterous is the suggestion that we would go back to mask mandates because of monkeypox. I said, well, a mask could potentially protect you from monkeypox, depending on where you intend to put your face. Uh, oh, please uh, but now. Assuming, this is a family podcast. Exactly. But assuming that you aren't, you know, th- th- this is not something that a mask or social distancing, you know, it, shutting down bars and restaurants is going to help. This is direct, physical, skin-to-skin contact. And if they refrained from that for three weeks... We would get rid of monk the monkey well, why three outbreak weeks? would get why three weeks? Well, simply simply because the the incubation period is fourteen days. So if you take it to the and say if you stop having intimate contact for twenty one days, we should largely largely get out of out of this current <laughs> outbreak. Well, you- My final thought is very simple: monkeypox is not COVID nineteen. Monkeypox is something that can be controlled by simply changing your lifestyle. Nobody wants to talk about lifestyle change. A lot of times people don't want to talk about that because it causes people to come into a position of making a decision of right and wrong. People would rather have a vaccine or 
have talking points or have a consultation with a doctor or a therapist instead of addressing the underlying issue monkeypox is being spread because of illicit sex if you want to stop monkeypox stop having illicit sex the doctors spoke they cited studies the cdc has spoke there are studies that you can simply do a google search you do not have to live in fear the only thing you need to fear is god and god alone jesus loves you he cares about you no matter where you're at in your life he cares about you until next time share this with a million people Hey, it's Jared, producer of the Jared Rayburn Podcast. Sorry, but this episode is over. But we want you to know that Jesus loves you exactly where you are. He wants to give you a new life. Old things are passed away and all things have become new. Give your life to him and he will give you the peace that passes all understanding. If you've been blessed by this podcast, please share it with a friend. Rate it. Send us a review. Take a screenshot and tag us on social media. If you would like to invest in Activate Studio or the Jared Rayburn podcast, please visit jaredrayburn.com. For links to products and services heard in this episode, check the episode notes. Thanks for listening.